Hey there, Smallvillians, and welcome back to Somebody Save Us. It's a Smallville retrospective podcast where we like to sit down, watch some Smallville, talk some Smallville, joke about Smallville, and tear it to pieces when it deserves to be torn to pieces. I'm your host. Well, I'm one of your hosts. This is Ashley, and I'm sitting here with, well, across across the city with my co-host. That's me. That's Paul. Um, yeah, so here we are post post Thanksgiving. Paul, how was your uh-huh. how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I didn't. So this is one of those rare times where there were so many people uh, at the house that leftovers were just not a thing. Um, oh. With I guess the exception of some dessert stuff was left because not everybody had left room for for pie. <laughs> but it's always a wonderful day for pie. Pay. <laughs> for pay. Um, yeah, you know, kind of, so we had the exact opposite. First of all, I'm very sad you don't have Thanksgiving leftovers because those are definitely the best to eat like mm-hmm. turkey sandwiches. Oh my God. With like a little gravy in your sandwich. Nom, nom, nom. Uh-huh. Uh, so we had the opposite uh, at my house and we had uh, my mom made a, a ton of food expecting for uh, my brother and his whole family to come over and instead his family was sick. So it was just my brother and me and my parents and my kids and my husband. So we had lots of leftovers, but for some reason I only got to take home like a plate <laughs> like a plate for a plate for me, a plate for Ron, and like a little bit of ham for the kids. Like somehow that all that's yeah. all we got, even though we had just crap loads of leftovers. But it was good. In the end, I, I I got to drink, I got to celebrate and enjoy and stuff my face. So any pumpkin pie. Not yes. Pie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, Paul, do you guys usually get like the? Do you get the Costco pumpkin pie? No, in this case, there were uh, there were some uh, butter tarts, Ooh. and there was a I don't remember where the pumpkin pie was from, but there was pumpkin pie, and then there was an apple crumble. Oh, so good! And the 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 ice cream for the apple crumble was maple. Oh, oh so yeah. good oh my god Pretty good that sounds Pretty good that sounds delicious oh god yeah. well yeah. we just had the pumpkin pie usually my mom will make um because it's my dad's favorite she'll make um like an apple brown betty mm-hmm. and this year just like she, she you know what a lazy mom all she did was make a turkey a ham brussels sprouts stuffing <laughs> mashed potatoes like you know vegetables all the fixings and you know hosted you know how lazy of her to not make an lazy. apple crumble like an apple brown lazy. i know right <laughs> yeah now we have the costco pumpkin pie and i say that is like one of the best pumpkin pies i've ever tasted and anyone who wants to debate it fight me okay just come fight, fight. me You'll you'll meet them outside the school at three thirty. I will catch these hands. <laughs> I'll be covered in pumpkin pie. <laughs> Although that being said, if you want to argue with me about it and you want to have a pumpkin pie tasting test, uh, just let me know the time and the place, and I will meet you because I like pie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know if you actually would want to do that. Um, <laughs> yes, internet well, strangers. 
Just don't put weird things in the pies, okay? <gasps> Did you ever watch um oh shit, what's that freaking with um with the girl and the people? You know the that girl movie? And the people. With the girl and the people? Not, what? Don't have a lot to go on there. What was the movie that was all about like the I think it was like the 50s and it was oh Frick, what's her name? She's in she's Gwen Stacy in the in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. What's her name? Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Okay, so she's in it. And it's basically like all these like it's about these white families and their and their black like servants, their black housekeepers and stuff. And there's uh-huh. like one scene, because all these it's like kind of the rise of of black people finally like, you know, not being treated as shitty as they used to be at okay, least back, yeah, yeah, back yeah. in then. I, I can't think of what it's called. It's about a book. It, it was, it was all, I think it was like a book that was written. I can't remember. Anyways, there is a scene. It's about pie. I'm getting to the point um, mm. where the, the housekeeper, she is like super mad because the stupid white woman like said something or did something Like she was a piece of shit. And then the, the black lady was basically like, well, you know, if you're going to treat me like shit, I might as well like get you back for it. So she makes this pie and she, you don't kind of see the process, but it's this white lady's like favorite pie that she makes. And so she was like, oh, here, I made you like this pie. And um, oh, I think she was getting fired. I think she was getting fired. And that's the reason. So the, the, the black right. lady was like, fuck this. There's, I don't care anymore. I'll do whatever I want. So the white woman's like, oh, I hope there's no hard feelings. Blah, 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 blah. And, the, and she's like, oh, yeah, it, no, no hard feelings. Here's this, here's your favorite pie. Like, why don't you have a piece? And she starts eating it. And she's like, oh, I'm going to miss this pie so much. Like, what is it that you put in this pie that makes it so delicious? And she's like, mm. shit. <laughs> and the woman, she's literally, and it is like a brown pie. I think it's like a chocolate pie or something like that. So she's got, like, it's on her teeth. It's a little crumbs on the side of her fucking mouth. And she's like, what? And she's like, you're, you're eating my shit. And I was like, ah. But it was like, such such sweet revenge so nobody poop in a pumpkin pie and serve it to me is like the moral of the story please okay <laughs> well don't don't fall for a, a trick where somebody's like no this is just brown pumpkins <laughs> oh, oh well maybe they have orangey tinged poop oh god <laughs> they just ate a bunch of carrots oh god this is maybe the furthest afield we've ever gone in the intro before actually getting into the Well, we have very important topics that we need to discuss, like pre-show, obviously. Yes. So, you know, we got to yeah. get those topics out of the way until we can move on mm-hmm. to Smallville and concentrate. Um, yes. Anywho. Okay. So now those topics are done. Let's move on to Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode, um, I loved it. It was such a good episode. I'm just going to say right now, I won't get into like why I loved it. We'll get to that at the end, but I loved it. Yeah. It was really, really well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some good stuff. Some good stuff here. It's good stuff. We had some laughs. There was like, again, it was sort of like, like we had discussed in previous episodes, like the caves became like an important element. And while we didn't get any answers about the cave itself, we got some answers about something else involving a certain shaped object. Yeah, we did. Um, okay, so let's, yeah, let's let's get into the episode. Let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the episode's called Insurgents. Yeah. And to start off, we, this is like, this is so far my favorite opening to any of the Smallville episodes because it's legit 
Lex Luthor, clearly starting his descent into villainy as he sits at his desk with his hands doing like the full on Mr. Burns, like at his desk. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it starts off with just Lex's hands that are like making the steeple for the people, like with, mm-hmm. their, you know, with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you call it. Well, like aside from he, the Mister Burns, he, he has his, he has steepled his hand, his fingers. Okay, so he's he's steepled them, and he's yeah. sitting there um, looking pretty pissed off. And there's a dude in there with him. It's not the other guy. What was that kid? It's not Tad. Tad. I thought Tad, it was Tad. Yeah, Tad's Tad. been long fired. Tad's been long fired, but this is probably his dad because, like, obviously the dad mm-hmm. fucked up. The dad um, of Tad. The dad of Tad. <laughs> So I'm going to write that down as a potential episode title. <laughs> <laughs> the return of the Tad. Um, okay. So essentially Lex is super pissed and he's demanding answers because Luther Corp has underbid him on this big deal and mm-hmm. he wants to know how it happened. And the guy who I'm assuming, I don't know if it's like his lawyer or his like wealth advisor or whatever, yeah. or his business advisor. He's kind of like standing there like, oh, boy, because he doesn't. I'll, I guess I'll resign. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He was like, oh, if you want me to give my letter of resignation. He is basically saying to Lex, we were the only two people who were supposed to know about this deal. So yeah. you've clearly got a leak somewhere like in your house or in yeah. like in the company. So, yeah. and, and Lex, it, he's not having it initially, right? Well, it's funny because like, but that dude has like, even though he's like kind of bumbling and scared in that moment, the fact that he says that puts mm-hmm. him, he puts himself right in the crosshairs. He's like, well, Lex isn't like, well, I didn't fuck the deal up. So was it you? <laughs> right? Do I need to kneecap you like my dad would? And as the guy is turning to be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm clearly done here. But then Lex, yeah. of course, is like, oh, but I'm not my father. I'm not my father. Yeah. I won't do that. Just like find just, find the leak. Just he find out yeah. how this happened. So Tad's dad leaves and <laughs> you get Lex just clearing his desk in one fell swoop. Just a whoosh. All, everything yeah. on the floor. He's pissed. He's so mad. He sees something right away. Like he sweeps everything off, but then he goes and he crouches down. He picks up this flower. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls a little, a little bug, a little mic flower. Yeah. See, so initially, I didn't, I didn't feel like he saw it right away. I thought he cleared his, he like shoved everything off of his desk. Yeah. And then was just kind of like, well, that was dumb. Now I got to freaking clean up my own mess. So I thought he was just yeah. kind of going down to clean it up, and then he saw the bug. But d- did he see yeah. it beforehand? Do you think he saw it initially? Uh, I don't maybe maybe because it's it's odd that he would pick the flower to be the thing that he's picking up. That's true. Yeah, right off. The I mean, line. it is his mother's favorite flower, I think, though. Mm. And it did oh, look a little really? broken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, anyways, yeah, he, he sees the he sees the bug. And now we cut to him just like he's paranoidly. Yes, I use that as an adjective. Paranoidly, he's now tearing his office and the mansion like apart. Um, And I'm going to assume that he did this all night because he now it kind of cuts to from a night scene to a daytime scene. And then we get freaking what I call theory of a dead hinder nickel creed blue October blasting from his. Well, that like... thing is it literally is theory of a dead man playing. <laughs> I know. But it but... was funny because I was like, 
I was like, man, wouldn't it be funny if he was actually listening to Theory of a Dead Man? And he fucking, he literally, he, it's, this is one of those moments where it's not just music for music's sake. He actually literally is listening. Lex Luthor, the man, is listening to Theory of a fucking Dead Man. Oh, I love it. That's so funny. Oh, what a God. choice. I know. Well, what a weird know- dude. Like, he's a fucking, like father of or the son of like a multi-billionaire and is like he's just like yeah fuck i'm gonna listen to some theory while i smash my office well he had to get all of his angst out okay that's what all the like the hardcore rock and rollers were listening to back in the day (laughs) the theory and that's what i used to call it because i found that like theory of a dead man finger 11 hinder like all of these bands they all sounded the same when they all came out around that time so whenever i talk about any of those bands i mash them all together and i'm like oh do you mean theory of like a dead back nickel creed like (laughs) i I always i always go there anyways because i think i'm i think Uh, i'm edgy i'm not but i think i am uh so yeah no he's he's blasting that theory He's tearing his whole freaking house apart. And then Clark walks in and is yeah. like, what the fuck happened here? Jesus. He's Christ. like, uh, what's going on? And like Lex looks at him and like gives him the shush. Yeah. Like, Don't talk. Cause they're listening. And uh, yeah. he even says, he's like, it's big brother or more like big daddy. Big daddy. <laughs> big daddy. Is we haven't gotten to big daddy yet. <laughs> so Clark, of course, like tells, Lex, you know, okay, like, calm down. It's, you know, it's not a, like, you're just, you're being paranoid, essentially, is where he was going to go with it. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, Lex kind of fires back about, like, well, how would you feel if someone, like, bugged you to hear all of your secrets and all of your this and your alone time and blah, 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 blah. And so, like, you know, that kind of puts it into perspective, of course, for Clark. And Mm -hmm. he decides to kind of help. So he x-rays around the room and theory of a dead man's got some secrets. Yeah, they're listening. Mm-hmm. They're listening. So there's a bug in the in the CD player. Clark kind of mentions it casually, like, "Oh, hey, have you? It could bugs could be anywhere. Have you checked your stereo? Not just a bug, a camera. Oh, a camera. Because we get like a POV shot of like oh. Lex about to smash it. See, and, and then the static. And again, I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I didn't think it was a camera. I was just like, this is an odd camera angle. Okay. I didn't know it was a camera. I thought it was just a microphone. Jesus. Yes. I, I they shot the show from inside the CD player. <laughs> After this, it's just like fragmented pieces. <laughs> fragmented view. Crack screen. Uh, so he smashes the fuck out of it. Poor Theory gets gets killed. And now we get the credits. I feel like it's one of those because of the way this one is shot. Uh, I want to say it's not one of their the usual directors. Like it's not. It's yeah. And I didn't look up who it was, but I don't. I want to say it's not one of their no- normal guys. To me, it felt more like the whole episode felt like it was filmed in a more cinematic, like made for movie shots, as opposed yeah. to made for TV. That's how I kind of felt throughout the whole episode. We don't get. We don't get very many of our usual sets in this one. No, it's a very, very different episode. I like it. I liked it for tons of reasons. It was a lot of new settings. You definitely got a lot of story progression and character progression in this episode. Like, holy crap. It sets up a lot of stuff for the future, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, so after the credits, we're cutting to the, the Kent farm and we got DK and he is prepping a picnic. 
Yeah. And Clark, he, you know, he's got, okay, this part just makes me laugh. Cause okay. So you got, you got daddy Kent and he's got this plate of chicken, just like mm-hmm. free balling out in the open, just this plate of chicken. <laughs> and Clark is like, Hey, I want me to, I, I can crisp it up for you. Dad. Extra yeah. Extra crispy. Like you make me toast your toast. I might as well fucking cook your chicken. And uh, daddy Ken's like, Oh no, no, no. I made it like, just like your mom likes it. And then he just puts this free ball and plate open chicken, on open. free ball the chicken raw dog raw. right into that and and he doesn't even right into the basket. it's not even on the top because he continues to put food in the basket like if you're gonna put unwrapped food in your fucking basket put it on top man like god yeah, throws like the, the the container of of salad on top of it like that's his plan at the end like to just shake everything up and open it and there's just like a chicken salad in the basket oh, and they just they just they just pour dressing all over each other and then just oh oh god okay well now it's getting dirty come now come now this is clearly the first uh, time daddy kent has ever gone on a picnic because he doesn't know how to do it right so a picnic basket (laughs) a picnic basket hey hey, boo boo (laughs) so so then we get martha she comes down and she's dressed for work and she says that she yep. can't make the picnic and she feels awful about it. Uh, but she has to help Lionel finalize his little sneaky deal. Sorry, just really quick. We didn't mention that it in the before credits scene, Lex did tell Clark what Lionel did. Like he said, oh, my yes. dad, my dad under undercut me on a deal. And he's obviously yeah. listening because there's no way he could have known about it. So just let's keep that in mind. as yeah. this scene. Under- yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, daddy can't. He's super pissed. It's not happy. It's not happy. And he's mad and he he like he starts to get mad and then Clark tries to like jump in on his side to talk about how how Lionel is slimy and all this other stuff, but then like uh DK is like, This is actually about me and your mother, stay out of this. Yeah. And then despite the fact that she tries to be like, look, this job is helping us. This is a job for our family. Mm-hmm. He just sees it as she is picking Lionel over him. over him. Yeah. It's not even about the job. Yeah. And which like now to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair it is, uh, it is their anniversary. So yes, it's really shitty that she's missing it, but she does bring up like a good point. Cause she does say like, you've put the farm over the family before. Like, how is this any different? Cause he does try to say, well, that's different, but she's like, I'm literally at this job to make money so that, you know, we don't have to be freaking living on the streets and eating out of garbage. So like, mm. what do you want me to do? He's my boss. Um, and then she just kind of says like, you know, she's, She's obviously very teary. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. DK's yeah. teary. She's teary. She says, I wish the job didn't bother you so much. And then that's kind of like all we get. Clark kind of like observes after Daddy Kent tells him to, you know, shove off. And he's, you know, you just kind of cut to Clark watching as his as he's worried, obviously, for his for his parents. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, my parents never fight. I know. Oh, they're no. breaking up. Oh, they're getting a divorce. Um, yeah. Yeah, so things aren't looking good at the Kent farm, and you know, as usual, things are never good at the Luther mansion. Not when, not when both Luthers are in the same room. Oh, hell no! And Lionel, I love how he just freaking both doors, the double doors, just swing open for him, and he just waltzes in like Lex. What do you want? I'm a busy man. So Lex kind of, you know, I, 
again, they do, they do their stupid little dance where they never get to the point. They don't say exactly what's on their mind. They just make like alliterations and metaphors and they fucking just never, ever get to the point. So Lex is like, Oh, I've got a bit of a bug problem. Like remember when we went to Russia and you know, the Russian embassy had to get closed down because you know, there were, there were too many spies like in the, in the embassy, too many microphones and blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm finding myself to have a bug problem. Like, it's just, oh, God. Yeah, and Lionel's sort of, like, berating him about having lax security and, like, corporate espionage is just a part of doing business. And, and like, and since then, when? <laughs> and he's just, like, and then at, at one right before, like, it's weird because Lionel walks in the room, walks across the room, and then walks out <laughs> the other side of the room. A different door. <laughs> it's a drive-by insulting, basically. <laughs> And, like, as he's walking out that side door that, like, remember the episode where, where Lex got married and, like, the the teacher w- opened the door and then Daddy Kent walked out with a shotgun? Oh, yeah. Like, that's the door that Lionel leaves through. Oh. Like, he's just out into another hallway. And right before he leaves, he's like, you should probably get an exterminator for that bug problem. So yeah, he just freaking basically gives Lex the middle finger and just blind walks his way out of there. (laughs) And then Lex gets a call and you find out that he's, you know, he's using his Mr. Green persona and uh, he's got his little voice modulator on his little tiny Nokia like phone that I assume only has Snake on it. That's like the only game for the time. (laughs) At, At best. Yeah. And you're learning that now you know, since Lionel bugged him, well, he's going to bug him back. And he's now got guys at Luther Corp that are going to go in and, and bug the, the off, uh, you know, Lionel's office yeah. at the very least. Yeah. He gives them the go. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. Yeah. Um, so- uh, and then we cut once again to Clark reading a book <laughs> uh, for the people that are a little slow in the back of the room that didn't quite get what the B story is about this week. Yeah. Family therapy for dummies. <laughs> I honestly, I wish, I wish that every single time Clark is reading a book, I wish it would have been like a dummies book, like something for dummies, because uh, that just would have been yeah. such a great like running joke in the series. That would have been so funny. It, it would have. Um, but here we're getting the obligatory Lana Clark scene, like super, super early in the show. Yeah. And Lana's coming up the stairs, looking sexy as all freaking get out. And you can almost yeah, hear, like, Whoa. yeah. If you if you listen carefully, you can almost hear the tightening of the pants. <laughs> Just you can the, cre- almost- the creaking, the creaking of the the zipper is like barely holding. <laughs> yeah. So Clark's quite uh, he's quite flabbergasted by uh, Lana coming in in this very nice pink dress. Um, mm-hmm. To me looked like she was going to like a wedding or you know a fancy party but no she's just going out for coffee yeah with with henry smalls and his wife yeah (laughs) well it's weird because like in this scene it the way it's described is that like it's just gonna be lana and mrs small and that's it that's what i was expecting yeah um but i as we see later i'm in like the like this, like the Lana thing is the deep sea story, and like really, it's like one scene, and <laughs> right? they, just, they just get it over with. You know, um, 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 I 
actually 100% forgot about it because I had to watch the episode in two separate like sittings. Like I had to cut it in half. Yeah. Um, and it it literally isn't until I got to these this part of my notes like 25 seconds ago that I was like, oh, yeah, Lana was in this episode. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Chloe and Pete are not at all in the episode. No, no, they're not. And there's no school. No, no torch. Nope. Yeah, nope. it was, again, it was a very different episode. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, you find out that she's going to, it alludes to her just going out for, you know, a, a meet and greet with the wife. Um, yeah. And she's super nervous and she's hoping that she doesn't get, quote unquote, voted off the island. Yeah. Side note, did you know that Survivor is still a freaking thing? Of course. It has like 50 some seasons now. That is freaking ridiculous. How is it because still a show? It's been, it's been. It, there's been two seasons a year since it started. That's insane. That's freaking crazy. Yeah. I think my parents yeah. still watch it. They freaking love Survivor. I haven't watched one in about four years, but I used to watch all of it. Really? Always. Oh, yeah. Was it that good? It wasn't really good. It was just something that was on. It was something that, like, it, it, it got formulaic and, like, to a point where you're like... I, I, from the first episode, you were able to kind of guess who was going to be still there at the end because yeah. all of a sudden the camera is just finding this person all the time or, like, they get, like, the little cutaways where they talk. Mm. And, like, you can tell this person is not going anywhere. Okay. Huh? And that they're going to win the game. Meh. Meh. Yeah. Reality TV is just really old, except, okay, my guilty pleasure is that Below Deck show with, like, all the all the people that work on yachts. I love that show. Oh my god, young people and yeah. their problems. I'm right. I'm very I'm very vaguely aware of it, but I have not seen any of it because I barely watch anything. <laughs> oh, it's on it's on Amazon Prime now, so now I can't wait. I'm gonna freaking binge the crap out of that show. Anyways, oh, uh, all right, all right, back to Smallville. So Lana, yes, yes, yes. Lana is still clearly like dealing with abandonment issues. With you know, yeah. she just wants a family like so bad, and Clark. You know, he tries to reassure her to be like, you know, you're so great. Like everyone realizes how wonderful you are once they get to know you. And if, you know, yeah. she doesn't like you, then it's her loss, like her loss that she's missing out on. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but he does say to her, like, you know, just remember that just because you could get like you might have a family like that doesn't mean that every day is perfect. Like your life is going to be great after you have a family. And, yeah. and Alana just kind of laughs and she's like, yeah, I guess unless you're a Kent and that's, you know, yeah. and then Clark gets all broody. Oh, well, my parents, they're not getting along right now, but we'll just talk about it later. You got places to go. Yeah. And Lana says something to the effect of like, you guys will be okay because you're the Kents. Yeah. Yeah. She, and she yeah. says uh, something about like, uh, so, oh, some people are just meant to be together. And I love how yeah. it cuts. <laughs> as she says it, it cuts to her face and then Clark's face. And it's just like, it's so cute. It's adorable. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and I just love how, again, the show just keeps foreshadowing that shit and they never act on it. It's not been acted on yet. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. All right. So obligatory scene is now over. We're done. We can keep going with the show. Yeah. And yeah. we go back to the Luther mansion and Clark asks Lex. He comes in. Lex is walking down the hallway. Clark waltzes in, asks about the most romantic restaurant that he can think of in Metropolis. Mm -hmm. And Lex settles on La Petite Fleur. Mm-hmm. And so now Clark is saying, well, hey, like, think you could, like, sneak me a reservation tonight? Like, think you could make that happen? And, you know, it's my parents' anniversary. And he tells Lex that 
Mama Kent and Lionel are in Metropolis at Luther Corp doing some work. And Lex is like pretty much almost stops, almost dead in his tracks. He's like, what? They're at Luther Corp right now? They're both there? (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, ah, ah. Hey, uh, I could do I could do a little better than uh, getting you to uh, that that reservation. I just got to make a couple of real quick calls. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> As he wipes the sheen of sweat like off of his head, he's just flop like, sweat, mopping it off. Um, so then we cut like we almost directly cut to Luther Corp and yeah, uh, Lex's surveillance guys. Okay, so I called this team Ocean's Eleven. So I just call them the exterminators. Okay. I call them Ocean's Eleven because I love how they just kind of like bust into his office, like all official in their little in their janitor uh getups, and they start just mm-hmm. going to town on trying to bug the office. But for whatever reason, one of the guys, and I call him Ocean's Pine, because his name is Pine, I find out later yeah. in the episode. So Ocean's Pine has schematics for the entire office for some reason. Uh While everyone else is getting ready to put bugs everywhere, he's looking at office schematics. Um, Mm -hmm. And did you notice that while they were pretty good at hiding most of the microphones, do you notice how they just put one like legit on the back of the photo frame and just turned it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They they didn't even try to put it under like the flappy that holds the photo frame up. They stuck it like right in plain view. Yeah, yeah. You're just half-assing the fuck out of it. That guy must like, have been new. It would be great if we just find out that these guys were like sh- dog shit the whole time. <laughs> and that this was going to fail miserably. Oh, God. Oh, that would be so funny. Uh, that would have made a very, a very different episode, though. But the guy that we learn his name, Kern, gets a call from Mr. Green saying to call it off. Um, but just as he's starting to explain that... Uh, Ocean's Pine. Crew. Ocean's Pine's got Pine, another. Like, mm. opens, he finds the, the wall that opens up to the safe. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, the plan done changed. Yeah. We're going to freaking break into Lionel's safe. He's And he says something along the lines like, you expect us to like come to the richest man in like the country or the world's, like one of the richest yeah. men in the world's office and like not steal shit? <laughs> yeah like really so clearly their team meeting was very poorly uh run before the 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 job (laughs) yeah and i can't remember if it's if it's in this uh in this moment where like he like does Kern turn to like a bishop and then uh generic thug number two uh and like just like try to get there like he's like how long we work together and does pine knock him out here yeah I think he does right yeah he does yeah he does yeah that's where he gets knocked out um okay and yeah. i i made a note when they were looking at the vault i legit made a note i was like i hope the only thing in there is that stupid key that octagon key <laughs> like i hope there's nothing else in there <laughs> and we're gonna- man and then you and you thought of that before Oh yeah. You actually knew that was going to be in there, oh, right? Oh, absolutely. Because honestly, I was like, what what company in general, what company puts like cash in a vault in, in, yeah. on the office premises? You know what I mean? Unless it's like the float for your till. Yeah. Like you're not keeping thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in a vault like in your yeah. in your office. That's not happening. Um yeah, so that's that was the note I made. And then we've got um uh Lionel, it just cuts like it just cuts to another like room in Luther Corp. Yeah. And we've got Lionel and Martha and Martha's helping him to like sign all the paperwork. And here is where we start to get that weird, awkward Lionel 
sex power tripping like yeah, the, the like the he's looking for a work wife yeah yeah he's definitely looking for something so you know martha does mention she's like you know well i expected you wanted me here for such an important deal like i expected more people like here yeah and then yeah. he's like oh i just wanted you to get used to your your new office so new office and he drops trow and no i'm just kidding <laughs> um so then he they they kind of walk over to the desk because now martha's like wait what my new my new office and yeah kind of as they're is it as she's about to go open the door he talks about wanting her in metropolis i can't remember yeah it's sort of like a, he um he he tells her that this is her office he tells her to look in the upper left hand drawer she pulls that out she sees the watch and like he responds to her gasp right. by being like, "I want he's you like, to work the here. back." Yeah, uh, and he's like, "You you need." He's like, "I I I know what this job means to you. Uh, you have more ambition in you than of being a farmer's wife." Blah blah blah. He like he's like the snake in the garden. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. And th at that point, oh, and the engraving on the back. Oh, my God. Yeah. The engraving. With deep affection. LL. LL. And the watch is like this crazy blinged out, like 50 uh -huh. fucking diamonds on it, like kind of crazy ass watch. Um, I feel like this is like, like the, the idea of like Chekhov's gun where it's like, it, 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 it's, it's sort of like this watch is going to come up again, but it's going to be in the context of DK just finding it. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. And flipping the fuck out at yeah. some point. Yeah. I, and I can't remember if that actually does happen, but like, why would they, why would they do this? Yeah. Otherwise. Exactly. And we don't see the watch ever again, at least in the rest of this episode. Cause she, she tries to say like, well, I can't take it. This job has already been such a strain. I can't work in Metropolis. And then you get like, it's such a, hmm, again with the camera cuts, um, it's very intimate because Martha's yeah. like, it's close up on Martha. It's close up on the watch. Then it's close up on Lionel and his face yeah. kind of, you can see his emotion, like his pride and his whatever. Yeah. Then as he's trying to talk to her about the promotion and she need, she deserves so much more and to put herself first, he like mm -hmm. grabs her hands and he's like stroking yeah. them and he's talking in like that low voice. And it's very, yeah, yeah it's very, uh. and then when she's like, no, like, no, I, I don't think I can do that. He's like, well, we'll discuss it over dinner. Yeah. And sex. And then, uh, and then goon, uh, generic goon number two busts <laughs> in the room. And this is the only one who doesn't have a name, right? No. Okay. He does have a name, but you never hear it. I only knew about it because of Amazon prime. Uh, oh, really? so he, his name is Nikki. Okay. So I oceans Nikki. Get him a flask. He tells him to get him a flask. Yeah, those love lovebirds. To, to wrong place, wrong time, and yeah. uh, so that then we cut from there and we go back to the Kent farm. And do mm -hmm. we notice that Daddy Kent in this episode is starting to rock that scruff? Yeah, he's scruffy in this one. Like I think it is like it was in the it was in the earlier scene too, but the lighting is a little different in this one, and it is like it's very. He's in he's in a fucking mood. Oh, absolutely. It makes it yeah, he's very unkept in this in this scene. Yeah. So he just yeah. comes in and he's just yelling. He's like, Clark, 
can you explain to me why there's a helicopter in our front yard? And you get Lex and Clark kind of coming up yeah. kind of hesitantly because you can tell Daddy Kent yeah. is like not happy. And yeah. Clark's like, well, because it's going to take you to Metropolis, like to take mom out for, for supper for your anniversary. And mm-hmm. instead of Daddy Kent being like, thank you, like that's so thoughtful. Sorry, I yelled. Mm-hmm. He looks at Lex and he's like, you did this, didn't you? You fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> like, you piece of shit. Yeah. And then Lex is like, hey. Hey, hey, uh, 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 plot twist. How about you go fuck yourself? Like Lex stands up for himself. Yes, he does. Which rightfully, he's like, rightfully he's like, so. He's like, I've tried nothing but being like, I've tried to be a friend to you and you've just tossed shit in my face Yeah, over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And like rightfully so, obviously in a sense, but we all know that Lex, there's always a an under yeah. underlying reason that he's nice to people, even if he, he doesn't he realize protest it. Too much. Yes, absolutely. So Lex kind of pieces out and essentially DK just kind of yells at Clark and is like, it's not your responsibility to fix everything. Like don't like you don't have to fix this. This is not has nothing to do with you. Which I 110 fucking percent back Fully. Do not get involved in your parents' messy fucking marriage. It doesn't matter what the issue is. It's not a kid's business to ever involve themselves. It's not your business. No. So daddy can't, I I get it. He's, I get why he's angry and I get why he wants Clark to butt out and Clark in that sense. Yeah. He, he, he should have butted out. He should. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we cut back to, to Luther Corp and uh, now oceans, oceans three, (laughs) the oceans three, they're trying to cut into the vault. And the um, Ocean, Ocean Nikki, Ocean's Nikki comes in yeah. with Lionel and uh, Mommy Kent. And they now are like, oh, this just freaking cut our time in half. Well, now we got Lionel. He can open the vault. And yeah. Ocean's Kern just kind of laughs. And he's as he's tied up to a chair. He's like, you idiots. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you messed up the safe. Like, no, he can't do anything. Now you burned like the the code shit to get the door open now you panel, yeah, yeah now you have to freaking get in like the hard way so haha idiots um yeah. and then all of a sudden like alarms start buzzing and it's saying mm-hmm. like like level two emergency or le- something or other and you got yeah. oceans pine going to the computers he's like oh shit and, the cops yeah. are coming and kern and kern just keeps talking shit he's just like oh you fucked up now <laughs> yeah. and what are you gonna do now the cops the come um, gets to catch a bullet for it. Oh, he will. He will. Um, so now we've got, you know, Ocean, Ocean Pine is telling Ocean Nikki to search Lionel because he sees Lionel is like handling something. There's something in his hand. So he's like, yeah, wh- huh. what's he freaking got? Well, he's got a little bug and I got to give it to o- to Ocean's Kern. He knows everything apparently about high tech yeah. state of the art shit because that's all he ever talks about. And he's like, oh, it's a state of the art uh you know panic button essentially yeah um so and through all of this martha's doing what martha does best and she's trying to diffuse the situation yeah and she essentially yells at the at these guys and is like if you let us go now like they won't add to your freaking breaking and entering charges like we won't add kidnapping to the to the already breaking and entering charges and we all know martha knows all about b and e is because of her son so like she knows yeah she knows the law constantly (laughs) and lionel is of of course propping up his work wife and is like you should listen to her she's smart like she she knows what she's talking about 
Um, And then that's when, yeah, Kern is like, we should, you know, we never would have been in this fucking mess. if You guys would have just stuck to the plan and not been greedy sons of bitches. And Ocean's Pine has definitely heard more than enough from Kern. Yeah. Pops a cap. In his chest. In his chest. Yeah. Dead. Done. Uh, So now you've got all of the, the baddies, all the oceans having a little, you know, Mexican standoff here. They all draw their guns and they're yelling at each other. Um, eventually the situation like gets diffused after a couple seconds and they all agree while well, we're in it now, we might as well freaking f- do it to the end. And they continue working on the safe. And this is where Lionel. So again, Lionel's like, there's nothing in there like that. You're going to want, like, you're not going to want anything in there. It's not of any value to you. And that I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, I bet you that keys in there. Something stupid. Or oh, it's going to yeah. be like an, oh, a picture of his wife, but <laughs> it's going to be just one <laughs> item. That's so a lock stupid. of her hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lock of her hair in a tube. Yeah. Um, and, and the whole time, like Martha is like clinging to Lionel, which I mean, rightfully so there's guns. Someone just died. She's obviously terrified, but he is like, stroking her hair and like rubbing her back like i get that he's probably like mostly just trying to keep her calm but you definitely don't gotta be like holding someone's head right into your chest caressing caressing yeah caressing (laughs) and all that shit and but and we all know what freaking fear and adrenaline does to the libido so i'm sure he's just like packing a raging semi right now and trying to hide it (laughs) <laughs> he's packing he's packing. He's packing heat he's packing um so now we cut from there and we cut to the talon that is serving half price lattes all week mm-hmm. i i am forever now going to read out the signs of whatever the talon is advertising <laughs> forever what's the talon say <laughs> half price lattes yeah. all week this week on smallville um uh-huh. and this is where we find out that yeah lana's having coffee with henry small's wife but henry's also there yeah. Do we ever learn her name? Jennifer. Oh, it's Jennifer. Okay. I yeah. don't even remember hearing that ever. So I just kept calling him the wife or her, her the wife. Yeah. Um, he, so he leaves to go get them another round of half, half price lattes. Cause why not? Mm-hmm. Um, why not? And here the wife, Jennifer basically tells mm-hmm. Lana, she's like, you know, you look like you're a sweet girl. You clearly got your life together. You know, you run a business, you're a freaking college or high school students got her shit intact. Um, you got to stay away. 15 year old running a business. Yeah. (laughs) You clearly got, you know, your life is on the right track, Lana. Um, but it would be in your best interest to basically like leave Henry the fuck alone. Don't get too close. Yeah. Because he, he, while he's ambitious, he's ambitious until things get difficult. Like he tends to, not finish his projects and uh yeah, yeah. you know he's uh because they've we'll got kids yeah and the kids are like in boarding school yeah and he never talks to them so like she's just kind of like i don't want to see you get hurt like you know pretty much everybody else in his life and his family gets hurt yeah um and that's there you go be story done over well, that's it. so, and then he comes back to the table and he's like, "Well, what were you girls, what were you girls talking about?" And instead of like trying to cover by talking about something, they both just go, "Heh heh," and like <laughs> so, look around. So awkward. And he's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I know, right? You know, like there's no other way of knowing. Like you sit down and when all the conversation ceases, you just know it was about you. You know it. That's not paranoia. That's uh-huh. just scientific fact. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so B story's over. That's enough about Lana. Let's all forget that she was even in the episode. And let's move on well, to Metropolis. We'll see ever. Yeah. Let's move on to Metropolis. Um, yeah. Outside of Luther Corp, where now, of course, the news is there. SWAT's there. Everybody's freaking out. And yeah. Clark. Uh, it, so it's it's ta- it's it's cut. It's filmed as if you're in Metropolis. But then because the reporter is reporting the news, then it immediately cuts to the Kent farm where... Yeah, Clark and Daddy Kent are watching the events unfold. So yeah. Clark, of course, wants, uh, you know, he's springing into action. He's going to go. Daddy Kent is like, well, you know, I'm not going to try to stop you, but you need to be careful. Look, I'll follow you in my truck. I'll get there as soon as I can. And that's yeah. that's when Clark's like, or, you know, you could just like take that stick out of your ass and you can go apologize to Lex. Yeah, you could get there a lot faster uh, by helicopter. You're just going to have to go talk to Lex. Yeah. Be a big boy and do it. Um, yeah. And then, so the one thing I'll, I'll mention is there's a lot of very quick scenes in this episode. There's a lot of quick cuts because that, yeah. that's the scene. Like, that's the scene with Clark and mm-hmm. Daddy Kent. That's it. And then it cuts immediately back to Luther Corp. Where Yeah, and Pine and Mr. Green are having a chat. Uh yes. Um and now Mr. Green is super pissed about the media circus that they've just kind of droned up. And this is where Ocean's Pine is kind of telling Mr. Green, like, well, you know, shut the fuck up, I'm in charge now. And he just hangs up. <laughs> he just yeah. hangs up. <laughs> and Which is kind of good timing because right at that instant is when uh Jonathan shows up at Lex's office. office. Right. Thank God. Hey, but that's exactly it. It's like, that's what I mean with the cuts in this one. It's like a lot of the scenes kind of melt into each other because they're being observed in different ways. And then it's very quick cuts to, to different things. It's just a very fast paced episode. I I found. Yeah. Very fast paced. So yeah, we got daddy Kent enters Lex's office and he finally admits that he's being a jerk. And, you know, it's weird because he's having like he when it comes to asking Lex for the helicopter ride, Lex has to basically finish his sentence for him. Yeah, he can't do it. He can't ask. He can't. He can't. He literally can't ask. him. And and he doesn't even really apologize. He just kind of says, like, if I wasn't so hard headed, like Martha and I would be at dinner right now. Like this wouldn't have happened. And, you know, everything would be fine. So. You know, Daddy Kent, he doesn't... It's not an apology, apology, it's him owning his shit. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, even, and Lex even says, like, I will hand it to Lex. He he does try to find common ground wherever he possibly can. And he even says, he's like, well, there were wrongs. Like, everybody was wrong. Like, everybody was in the wrong in that scenario. Oh, he knows. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> right? And yeah, and obviously, Daddy Kent's going to take it as like that one scenario, you know, everyone's in the wrong. And of course, Lex is meaning way, way more than that. But um, mm-hmm. um, and the one so the one note that I made is I, I wish so hard in this uh, in this show, that things could have been different, because really, all Lex wants in life is like a father figure to basically just be proud of him because his own dad is never proud of him and if i I wonder if daddy kent had just stepped in even just the the tiniest bit to kind of nudge lex's moral compass like in these really more dramatic dilemmas i wonder if things would have been very different for lex yeah maybe like there's this there's a sort of what if scenario that in in all of that where it's like and it comes into play in the final, well, 
the scene that I thought should have been the credits scene at near the end where Lex is watching <gasps> the Kents. Mm-hmm. That is where the credits should have rolled, yeah. but they don't. No. Um, but we'll get we'll get there later. But like I yeah, that's that's totally a theme. Like like Lex just wants what Clark has. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't he he has all um, the money in the world, but he doesn't have like anyone to really share it with. He's got no one to share his life with for the most part. Yeah. So And then speak speaking of Clark, Clark shows up in downtown Vancouver, uh, er, I mean Metropolis. <laughs> and he's trying to figure out a way in. And then mm-hmm. we get uh, this cop that catches him and is like, you know, oh, you could have, you know, freaking killed your mom because every every inch of Luther Corp is bugged and, you know, there's alarms everywhere and they're already threatening to shoot hostages if we try to even put a big toe in the building and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And we don't get much from this police officer, but do you know who she is? Uh, I don't know the actor, but her she seemed familiar-ish. So, so the character of of this cop is oh fuck, I can't remember her first name, but her last name is Sawyer. And in okay. in Batwoman, she's Kate Kane's girlfriend in Batwoman. Uh-oh. Um, in okay. the comics, the I don't know if it ever made it into the show, but in the comics, she is. And in the Supergirl series, in the newest one with uh mm-hmm. with Melissa. Benoist or whatever her name is um, yeah. she is not that actor but that character of Officer Sawyer whoever she's also yeah. Alex's like love interest for a lot of okay, some yeah. of the later seasons right. yeah. okay yeah yeah. so anyways that, that's okay. who she is it's weird that they don't really ever mention it but that's who I found out that's who she is um, so she yeah catches him takes him away uh, and kind of again quick cut and we're back at the office and Ocean's three are now arguing over what to do. And uh, Lionel and Martha mentioned how um, how each of them kind of left Lex and Daddy Kent on bad terms. So they're kind of having yeah. their own little private conversation. And Martha's like, oh, it was our anniversary. You know, we, we fought. And Le- Lionel's like, well, yeah, I wasn't really nice to Lex irony. either. Yeah, the irony. Yeah. And then... Oh, the reveal, because that vault door finally opens, and we get... Yeah, so Bishop, Bishop is like, oh, up, uh, Pine, you're up. And apparently, by Pine, you're up, it means that he he needs to spray liquid nitrogen on the thing and smash the thing, which is something she completely could have done. Absolutely. Well, and to me, I was like, oh, canned air. Like, because you know when you turn canned air upside down, it'll freeze <laughs> stuff, right? So I was like, damn, that's a lot of canned air shit um yep and then open the door and here we've got just this green glow green glow on a freaking trolley like a flatbed full of like kryptonite bars like nice laid out perfectly sculpted bars of kryptonite just freaking glowing and martha that's what i call crypto (laughs) and we got martha horror struck by how uh-huh. much kryptonite Lionel's got. And then I just love how Lionel is always in this episode, like when he's not talking, he's just like stroking his beard. And he just looks so yeah. diabolical, like the entire episode. So he's just like looking off into his little blind world. And he's just like. But it's weird because it's like in this scene, in the scene where everybody's looking into the safe, his eyes 
are pointed toward the safe. Even though he's wearing sunglasses, you can see yeah, where yeah. his eyes are looking, and his eyes are looking toward... So I'm starting to wonder if this is at the, spoiler alert, the point at which he's no longer blind, but pretending to be blind. Well, especially at the end. But we'll get to that. No spoilers for that. We'll get to that. Um, I was starting to think that too, because to me, it feels like he he's too aware of the situation. Like he's just too aware. So yeah, um, yeah so we see the kryptonite. And now we cut back to outside where um, Daddy Kent and Lex, they arrive. Um, oh, you know what I miss saying? Oh, damn. I miss such a good joke. Um, we'll go back. We'll go back and pick. We'll turn, we'll turn the pod car around and we'll, we'll pick it up. Okay. Turn it around for a second. Let's go back to when uh, Clark wants Daddy Kent to talk to Lex about getting the helicopter. Yeah. Um, all I, I put Clark wants Daddy Kent to talk to Lex so that they can... Get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Put we went back. <laughs> Yay! Get to the chopper. Anyway, get to the chopper. <laughs> All right. So outside, DK and Lex they come out of the chopper and mm-hmm. they see Clark uh, with the cop and the you know he's like oh like everything's fine it's good you know give me back my son and yeah. Lex just goes up to the cop and is like I need an update and you know walks off with the police officer yeah so clark clark mentions that you know he overheard the cops talking and nobody's watching the daily planet building so he's like oh i could probably you know get across the daily planet to the luther building somehow and i love they pan up to this big ass Mm. skyscraper and you know again i know we're only early 2000s but they still they can't even make an inanimate object that is like hundreds of feet in the air, super far yeah. away on the top of a skyscraper, look anything realistic. The Daily Planet ball <laughs> looks like this awful computer generated blob just like rotating in the midst of like, you know, on top of a building. It doesn't even look like it's on the building. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like at, at worst, they could have done a practical effect where they could have just hung something from a fucking wire. Right? <laughs> they could and have it even would have looked better. Yeah, they could the wire could have even showed and it would have still looked better. Yeah. It would have been fine. Um and here, you know, Daddy Kent is like, uh, so you're going to jump it? Like you you And really? he's not and he's not worried about Clark making that gap. He's worried about what if he fucks it up and then Martha dies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um well, cuz at this point how invulnerable do they know Clark to be? Yeah, he's never taken like a he's never fallen thirty stories. No, and when he fell through that cave, he definitely got he done got fucked up. Or, yeah. So whatever, Daddy Kent doesn't care. He just wants Martha back. So he's like, yeah, just don't yeah. get your mom killed. Go do what you want. Uh, mm-hmm. So then we cut. Now it's it's nighttime now. Yeah, a couple hours passes because it, it you get the sense that. Not a ton of time has passed, but no, some. That's right. Yeah. It's still same day. It's definitely still same day. Mm-hmm. It's nighttime. Oceans three is they're all demanding now, like where where the money is. They've opened the safe. There's literally nothing in it. No nothing of cash value. And Lionel's yeah. like, Well, there, there there isn't any. I told you. I I done told you that there was nothing in there yeah. for you. Um so Oceans Pine's got like this big ass stack of papers pile of folders and he just like throws them on the ground 
And Martha notices that there is one person. Immediately. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Her eye. Well, that mom intuition, you know, it's there. Yeah. Um, she sees a very interesting file that has Clark's name on it and says confidential. Uh-huh. And, and then, then, like, a beat later, we see a, like, weird, like, glass tube that's holding the octagonal disc. And, like, Lionel is stroking his beard this whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> my note for this is, did Lionel just become the capital V villain of this show? <laughs> right. And so, and, yeah. like, yeah, so you've got the confidential Clark Kent file. You've got the octagon key. You've got, like, hordes of kryptonite. Enough kryptonite to, like, uh -huh. kill, like, 25 kryptonians. Um, and he he just looks so fucking smug. So smug about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then pa uh, uh, Ocean's Pine asks, like, what the hell it is. Uh, and he just says that it's a keepsake. And the look Martha gives him. Oh, she knows. She knows something's up. She freaking knows. Yeah. yeah. So now we got so now we got Ocean's Three, and they're negotiating with the cops. And the cops are like, "Well, we'll give you what you want, but we need to know that you know the hostages are still alive. Show us a hostage to make sure that everything's." Yeah hunky-dory and he freaking goes to the I, I guess a smashed in window and like yeah. essentially like hangs martha out of it and with a gun to her head and he's like yeah here she is so you know give me my money yeah. if you don't want me to freaking drop her yeah i don't think it's like an open window but it's like one of those things where she's like up against the glass and he's got the gun to her head oh yeah okay maybe um, that's what it is maybe that's what it was but it's on tv to the point where like like, camera footage is picking it up. Mm -hmm. Or, like, a sniper is looking at him through his scope. Or something yeah. like that is happening. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we get... So this is, this is like, my favorite, but also my favorite part because of some of the, the way it was filmed. But also it's mm -hmm. the most hilarious part because of some of the ways it was filmed. Um, yeah. We soar. It's the, the camera cut, it doesn't even cut. It literally does a soaring pan over yeah. from Luther Corp to the Daily Planet. Yeah. And we've got Clark. He's just gotten to the rooftop and now he's yeah. like assessing the jump. So he's going to do the jump. Yeah. And he's like, he goes, he kind of peeks over the edge. He's getting dizzy from how high up when he is. comes out, when he comes out the door onto the roof, there's like a scene where it's just his shat, his silhouette of his shadow coming out onto the roof. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. And then, yeah, he, he is like, my my note was, and Clark makes that leap in a single bound. JK, he's a scared. He's a scared, scared little bitch. Um, rightfully so. I'm sure he doesn't know if he's good, he would survive a fall like that. He doesn't know that yet. So, um, you know, he's nervous. And then, as Clark is kind of assessing what he's going to do, now we go below to the street level where Lex is now on the phone with freaking mm -hmm. Ocean's Pine and finds out that way that Lionel has got the octagon key. Mm -hmm. um, and now he's bargaining for himself. Yeah, and he says, you know, I've got a way out. If you can pack everything up in the safe and get it to me, I know a way out of the building so that you guys can, you know, escape. Um, yeah. And so now we cut again back to Clark, and he's he's going to do the jump. So he kind of super speeds his way over. Hmm. And, okay, to their credit, and I wish they would have just kept it this way, 
it looked really good when it was camera down and you watched from like a bird's eye view of him making the yeah, jump. Of him super jumping across. Right? I'm watching it. I'm like, damn, okay, they chose a really good way to shoot this jump. That's really awesome. Okay, yeah, a little close up of him and he's like doing the the you know the running in the air kind of motion, but it's still yeah. believable. So I'm like, okay, Smallville, you're doing right. Then they made the big mistake and they mm-hmm. freaking made the camera turn to like his face, like a front view of Clark. And then it yeah. just looks like they just photoshopped and just yeah. moved a cut out of Clark and just glided him closer to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes through a window, uh, through the window. Breaking, breaking through the security cordon. Uh, exactly the thing that would have like, it should literally cut straight to Martha getting shot in the head. Yeah, pretty much. Cause that's what they said would happen. <laughs> And then it just pops up the Metal Gear, like, mission failed. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Everything, dun, dun, dun. everything ends up okay. <laughs> everything ends up okay because Clark finds a box to hide in. So he's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so now, yeah, Ocean's 3, they notice the break-in. They hear the alarms, whatever. They send Ocean Nikki to go and investigate. And now, you know, you cut to the cops and they're all moving in now. They're like, oh, well, shit, let's just go. Someone someone fucked it up and we got to go in. Now yeah. we've got freaking Ocean Pine still talking with Mr. Green on the phone. And, yeah. you know, he's obviously kind of Lionel's now catching on. And he's basically like, whatever your buddy on the phone is going to offer you, I'll double it. I'll double whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And Lex is panicking on the phone and he says, uh, whatever he's offering you, uh, uh, just don't hurt them. And fucking DK overhears that. Oh shit. He does. And he comes up and he's like, what do you mean? Like who, who the fuck were you talking to? Are you talking to those guys? Yeah. And he basically tells Lex, like if anything happens, like he's like, you'll, you're going to wish that you guys never even fucking heard of Smallville. Like you're going to wish. So he's yeah. basically threatening like Lex's life at this point. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Rightfully so, obviously, rightfully so. Yeah. So then we cut again, again, lots of quick cuts, lots of quick cuts in this episode. So we cut again. Mm-hmm. We've got Ocean's Nikki. He's going down the dark hallway with his gun. And Clark mm-hmm. just freaking rushes the guy. Like you see Oshiziki, yeah. he's standing at like this bulletin board of paper mm-hmm. and the paper starts blowing in this crazy ass wind and he turns around and there's Clark Kent looking pissed as hell. Holy. And like Clark just melts him with his heat vision and Nikki's screaming yeah. as he gets like bisected in half by laser. He does it slowly. He melts off at one arm yeah. at a time and then he melts his legs and then he melts yeah. <laughs> and he takes yeah. his dick and you know, um, <laughs> or, you know, he just pins the guy up against the wall and is like, yeah, kinda, kinda it's ch- one of those. It's one of those things. Yeah. He does one of those things. Yeah. Kind of chokes him a little bit, you know, just for fun. Um, mm-hmm. and so, okay. So then here's my question. Cause he's, so Clark's like, yeah, where, where's my mom? Like, take me to her. And we cut over mm. to, um, Lionel and the other guys and they're all doing their negotiating. And, um, uh, what do I have? Lionel, da, 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 da. And he basically tells Ocean's Pine, he'll give him whatever he wants. He just wants to keep the safe and everything intact. In and so Ocean's Pine is yeah. like, that's fine, but I'll keep everything until like, you know, you get me my money. Lionel's like, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll do it as soon as the bank's open, you know, like tomorrow or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, do criminals in this situation, do they a- actually believe they're going to get away with it? 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how like actual bank robbers think that they will actually get away with something like not serving jail time. Yeah, because that's always what it is. They're like, oh, I want a helicopter. I want like immunity, blah, 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 blah. Like that's how it always goes in the movies. So it just kind of gave me pause to think like, do real people like actually like think this when they go and take hostage? Also, like you like no matter where, like if you're say in the middle, if you're in Kansas, say my say Metropolis is actually in Kansas, Mm -hmm. no matter what that helicopter has for a fuel supply. You're not going to get somewhere that doesn't extradite to the United States. Yeah, exactly. You're not freaking making so, it overseas when that chopper. No, you're not getting to Belize. No. It's not happening. No. Um, so now he he's forcing uh, Martha to pick up all the dropped files and she tries to sneak a peek at Clark's file, but Ocean's Pine ain't having it and tells her to hurry her ass up. <coughs> and then help, yeah. help, help with the blind guy. <laughs> They help him up, and then like when when he's helping, uh, when when Martha is helping him up, Lionel has like the audacity to be like, "Hey, where you see that octagonal disc? You know where it is?" Yes. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. again, Martha's just like you know she's plays dumb. She like, plays dumb. Yeah, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see it. Like, what's it for? Oh, it's a keepsake. Oh, what's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So then we cut to Clark and he legit just basically like rips the power box like out of yeah. the wall to turn all the lights off. Um, and Bishop is like, it's game over, man. It's game over. We got to run. So she tries to run. And then Clark just Lionel Luther's his way through the double doors and just like open, uh-huh. you know, f- sways him open and shoves Ocean Bishop like to the floor, like across the room, essentially. Yeah. Um. And then we got, and so here, here's where definitely- Martha, Martha tries to like warn Clark off, but it's too late. Like he runs in the room and then he basically hits the floor. Yeah. And, and not just that, like, I know what, I, I understand that Martha's like in a tense situation, but she's still with Lionel. So like, I'm like, Martha, yeah. don't freaking say Clark's name. Like if he's still yeah. quote unquote blind, like, you know, he's not going to know what's yeah. going on anyways. Yeah. So yeah, she yells at him to get out. Way too late. Kryptonite glows. Clark goes down. Yeah. And then Ocean's Pine tries to like interrogate Clark. You know, he goes over mm-hmm. and is trying to beat him up a little bit, rough him up and get some answers. Yeah. And Martha like wastes no fucking time. And she goes and yeah. she gets the the pat the, the palette, palette yeah. of freaking kryptonite. And she tries to get it in the vault. And Ocean's Pine comes up, tries to stop her, and she slams his door, his its door. She slams the door on his arm. And you on, uh, on his fingers. Oh yeah. And you just hear the crunching, the crunching of the bones. I was like, oh God. Yeah. So he he kind of stumbles away. Yeah. And Martha runs. I out. thought he was gonna go out the window. That's what I thought was going to happen. Well, I knew he was going to die eventually. So I kind of was like, okay, well, this will wrap up nice. Like, yeah, he'll stumble out or something will happen. But then, you know, that, that we don't get that quite quite that yeah. way. Martha runs over to Clark to help him up. And then in that time, <laughs> Ocean's Pine grabs a drill and a Lionel. <laughs> I love that it's a drill. He had a gun that was still loaded, assuming it was still loaded. Yeah. But he goes for a drill gun. <laughs> Except uh, he, uh, maybe he only grabbed grab the drill because he could no longer find the gun because somebody else has it now. Maybe, yeah, that's true. That is true. So Clark, you know, Clark recovers and he rushes 
uh, Ocean's Pine, they kind of they have a tiny little struggle, yeah. and then a gunshot rings out. So this is where my theory of like Lionel being able to see doesn't hold up because then Lionel fully sees Clark uses powers. If that's the case. True. But at the same time, Lionel is the king of like playing poker essentially and never showing his, yeah. his cards. So to me, yeah. to me, I'm still, I'm assuming now that he's, at least regaining some sight enough yeah. that he felt comfortable just fucking shooting a gun <laughs> out into the middle yeah. of an office. Like, you know what I mean? He could, if he was yeah. blind, if he was still fully blind, I doubt he would have done it because he doesn't want to kill Martha. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like he fully knew the situation of what was going on. So blind yeah. Lionel shoots a gun and kills the guy he intended to kill. Uh, Ocean's Pine yep. goes down. And while Lionel kind of, uh, you know, fucks off and puts the gun down, Martha... Yeah, he like, he, like, turns and he kind of just walks over and just places the gun down on the desk. He, he seems kind of, like, lost in his own thoughts. And, I, and I'm like, Lionel, yeah. this can't be the first time you've killed a man. There's no fucking way. You have... There's no way. You've at least had, like, four dead hookers in the trunk of your car, okay? Like, let's be honest here. <laughs> so, like, I don't think that he's shook enough about it i just think they had to get him to freaking do something so that martha can whisper to clark and she tells clark yeah. about the files and clark clark then sets him on fire because why not um yeah <laughs> like, so she, she well martha's like you need we need to get rid of all these files yeah. i don't understand so, though because it was just it looked like it was just one file on clark i don't know why they didn't just try to sneak the file out well, it would have been too obvious, right? Yeah, like, if the file is missing and the octagonal disc is missing. Yeah, okay. That's and then Martha quits her job. Yeah. Like, all of those things combined would have been too much. Yeah. That's fair. Right? That's fair. So we got this little pile of freaking burning files, and the cops finally bust in, and freaking Officer Sawyer sees Clark, and she's just, like, shaking her head the whole time. Cause, like, and Martha has snuck the... Uh, Octagonal oh. disc into her pocket. Yes, very, very sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. So then we get, we cut. You know, now we're starting to wrap things up. We cut to the street level, and Martha, yeah. you know, comes out the doors, and she just runs to freaking Daddy Kent, and they hug and they kiss, and yeah. you know, Lex, of course, comes up and because Clark comes out too, and Lex comes up saying yeah. like, "Well, hey, you know, how'd you, how'd you, how'd you get in there?" Yeah. And Lionel, oh my God, I love it because Lionel just brushes it all off, and he's like. Like, who cares yeah. how he did it, Lex? He's resourceful. Like, leave it at that. And, you know, he saved my life. So he should be, yeah. he's a fucking hero. Unlike you. Yeah, right. Worthless son. Right. Um, and then Lex tries to, like, tell Lionel that he was trying to secure a release. And yeah. to me, that was totally Lex basically admitting, well, I'm Mr. Green. Like, in my opinion. There's no way Lionel could yeah. put that together, right? Yeah. And, Lionel, and then the way Lionel just kind of like walks away. Oh yeah, he ain't, he ain't uh, buying know. it. He ain't buying it. Yeah, very cold reception for Lex, and they deserved absolutely. Yes. Uh, does it still suck for him? Yes. Yeah. Because he then some like real edge lord music is playing while he like watches the Kents walk away together. Yeah. And, and this this literally should have been where the credits rolled. Yes, I I, I agree with that. I, I definitely think it should have ended there. Um. It was really well done at that point. Um, yeah. And and Lionel does mention that he's going to send somebody to like get all of his shit from the mansion and he's going to yeah. like, get the fuck out of Smallville. So Lex is truly, I mean, aside from Dr. Bryce, Lex is truly alone again now. Like yeah. his dad is like, yeah, well, fuck you, I'm out. So 
Um, yeah, mm. it just kind of pans like you see the Kents leave and Lex is there's not even cops or press or anything no. anymore. It's literally Lex on an empty street in front of Luther Corp. And yeah. that and and yeah, the hard hardcore rock music is playing in the background. Yeah. Um, but it's not the end. We still have to cut to the Kent farm and tie up the loose end about daddy the Kent being tradition. a bitch. Um, and Martha's basically written up her resignation. Yeah. And now daddy Kent is like, well, I don't think you should do that because we need to take a page from like the Luther playbook. And if they're keeping tabs on us and we never would have known that if you didn't have the job, then, you know, just basically be a spy, be a spy, be a spy, Martha. That's fine. Yeah. And and honestly, it, it really would be the worst idea for her to quit now when like the files have gone missing, the disc has gone missing and yeah. suddenly Martha quits the job. Yeah. It's too many things in a row. That's right. But I think even with that, like th- them hatching that plan while Clark is standing there, right. he, like he doesn't like the idea because Clark, as much of a liar as he is, he doesn't like having to do it. No. And, you know, I think even though Clark knows like how flawed Lex is and, and even though yeah. Lex always has like another agenda, like, yeah. There is like a friendship between the two of them. So the fact that Clark yeah. has to outright lie about about a wrongdoing, about spying, like yeah. even though they're doing it for the right reasons, it's definitely not the right thing to do, essentially. Yeah. Um yeah. but sometimes you gotta fight fire with fire, man. Sometimes. Yeah. And then the last shot again, again, it's the the visual language of this whole episode with like the quick switching between scenes, we get a really quick shot of the ship and it's octagonal recess. And there's like some spooky music playing. Yeah. And then it cross fades into Martha standing in the kitchen with the octagonal disc. And she hides it. And then she hides it. Yeah. And she hides it in a flower container and then she hides the flower container under the sink. Yeah. I, so I thought the scene was so like weirdly cut. Cause like, yeah, I'm like, okay, the ship. All right. It's not doing anything. And then it yeah. cuts to Martha. Like a, why did we need to even fucking see the ship? Do we, did we all forget that the octagonal key goes in that ship? Well, we didn't, we like, didn't need this, but it's like, I think they just might, either it was a runtime issue or whatever, but, or they have no faith in like the audience. Like, do they think <laughs> that the audience doesn't remember what the octagonal disc is for? Right. Yeah. And do they think, I, yeah, I, I don't know. And I think that it, it it's odd that she she hides the disc. I don't really know the purpose of it yet. Obviously, I'm like, what? That's odd. Um, yeah. But it's weird that she hides it from Daddy Canton Clark. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, yeah. Because it's not like she it's not like she's saying like, here's the disc. I'm putting it in the flower in case anyone tries to come and take it, and I'm gonna hide the flower. Yeah. She does it so that Daddy can't like. He even comes down. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And she like, she's all secretive. She's like, "I'll be up in a minute," and whatever. And then she then she hides it so that only she knows where it is. So it's um, I don't know the reasoning for it yet, or or I do know, but it's deep in my subconscious from years of you know. Yeah. Not watching Smallville. Um, so I don't know why she's doing that. I think that's very odd. Odd behavior for Martha. Yeah. And that's the end. I mean, cut, cut to the credits. That's all it is. That's all she wrote, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Paul, um, out of five, hmm, out of an ocean's five, how many oceans do you give this? I, uh, hmm. No, F that well, so noise. Given F, the fact- no, F that noise. Scratch that. Out of an ocean's 11. 
What would you give this? Out of a, out of an Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Um. Let's say. I'm gonna give it a. God, now I gotta try to think of fractions. I'll, I'll give it like <laughs> an eight. An eight out of an eleven. Out of eleven. Okay. Um, it's a good episode. Uh, it kind of kneecaps itself with a couple of times where it like doesn't believe that the audience knows what the show is. Yeah. Like the scene where Clark is reading that fucking book yeah. about like family <laughs> troubles. And then uh, and then this the last scene of the episode didn't even need to happen. No, no, absolutely. I agree. Like I agree. we could have had the Kents discussing why Martha didn't quit her job in a different episode. It could have just ended with Lex on the street, um, and it should have. Yeah, I agree. so that's why it gets an eight from me. Yep, I'm about I'm about the same. I'm you know I'm going to be a bit more generous. I'm going to give it a, a nine and a half. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I'm going to dock some some oceans off of it because of the reasons that you said. Um, I do believe that there was just some stupid choices that they made for you know scenes in the show in the episode. Um, but the other, the other reason is, um, you know, I'm not, again, uh, the CG just bugs me. Everything about the special effects bugs me. I, I hate it. I know it's so picky and it's so petty because it is an old show, but I just hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. Do you know how much I hate it? How much? So much. So much. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so just for like those choices and I, I mean... The Lana thing, like, it was just a weirdly, it was a good premise for the episode. And I loved the fast pacedness of it because we haven't really gotten a very big life or deathy situation since the tornado uh, episode. So, like, it was nice to have that very urgent and not just so, like, freak of the week and some high school drama. Like, yeah. You know, there was some real shit going down. So so I liked it for that. But yeah, for, for a couple of those reasons and the, the terrible special effects, it, it doesn't get a, a, an, an 11 out of an 11 for me. Yeah. But nine and a half ain't bad, Smallville. That's not bad. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's nine full oceans and a sea. Yeah, the Caribbean. It's got to go with the nice one. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, a gulf. The, the gulf. Um, so that is, yeah, that wraps it up. That that's it. Um, Paul, why don't you yeah. do the thing for the synopses? Get it all prepped here, and I'll do I'll do the socials. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, if you like the show, if you want to support the show, if you want to just kind of know when we're putting the show up and when it's ready to go, you can follow us on Twitter at Save Us Pod. You can follow us individually on Twitter. You can follow Paul at Ozluap, and you can follow me. Uh, at GamerMomCA. You can also leave us questions, comments, fact checks, voicemails of any kind uh, on the Anchor voicemail. And you can also email us at saveuspod at gmail.com. Lots of ways. Lots of ways to interact with us. And we really, like, again, like, I know we're stressing it a lot, but we're stressing it because there's, there's, there's some projects in the works. There's a few things in the works for us and we want to, you know, kind of take this podcast to the next level. We're ready to level up our game. And, you know, in order to to do that, we just, you know, want to make sure you guys are enjoying the content. We don't want to, you know, give you content you don't want. We want you to give you content that you do want. So feel free to give, give us comments criticisms as long as they're not too harsh i promise we won't cry 
Um, <laughs> uh, I will not cry. I will not promise that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that is what it is. I will not promise. I will not cry. If Paul cries, then you all have to get him like, I don't know, a bottle of wine or a blankie, something, something to comfort uh, him. A blankie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. A little binky. Yes. Uh, yeah. So those are all the ways that you can follow us. And like I said, we've got some big plans for the show uh, coming up, especially for 2023. So if we're all still around, if the world hasn't nuked itself by then, uh, I hope you're all still going to be listening so that we can uh, keep it going. Keep this fun train on track. Yes. Yeah. All right, Paul, what yeah. have we got in store for next week? Okay. Well, next week on Smallville, it's episode 13 of season two, Suspect. Oh! <gasps> Lionel Luther is shot by an unknown assailant, and Jonathan Kent is arrested for the crime after the police find him with a gun and a bottle of tequila. <laughs> mean meanwhile, Lex does some digging of his own and begins to suspect that someone else pulled the trigger, but his reluctance to share this information leads to a clash with Clark. And so, yeah, it's basically just uh, who shot Mr. Burns, but it's Lionel. I love it. Oh, my God. Is there a baby in this show that I just don't know about yet? <laughs> <laughs> the baby did it. The baby did it. Oh, God. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I, I'm excited. That'll be wicked. I vaguely, I very vaguely remember this episode. I remember the premise. I remember, I think I remember who is the, who actually did it or who is like the trigger man. Um, and it is a character that we have mentioned on the show many times. Um, but we'll we'll see. I'll see if you figure it out before it's actually revealed in the episode. I will make sure I make a note in my notes as to when I I guess you figure it out. Yeah. I'll I'll also yeah. give my guesses. I'll make sure some of them are absolutely ridiculous and make absolutely no sense. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's that other waitress we saw one time at the at the at the town. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, awesome. I'm super looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Um, and yeah. you know, we're, we're running over time here definitely right now. So Paul, why don't you, why don't you end us off here? Send us off. Why don't you tell us the thing? I will tell you the thing. And that thing is somebody save us.